Rise with India podcast on ET Now. Good morning and thanks for listening in. This is the daily morning update from ET Now and I'm Alex Matthew. Today is the 27th of July. In the top news, a British court yesterday granted a bankruptcy order against Vijay Mallya, paving the way for a consortium of Indian banks led by State Bank of India to pursue a worldwide freezing order to seek repayment of debt owed by the now defunct Kingfisher Airlines. Malia's barrister Philip Marshall sought a stay as well as an adjournment of the order while legal challenges remain ongoing in the Indian courts. But the requests were turned down by the judge who concluded that there was insufficient evidence that the debt will be paid back to the petitioners in full within a reasonable period. He also put forward an application seeking permission to appeal against the bankruptcy order which the judge refused as there was no real prospect of success. India's digital learning company Byju's is buying professional training and higher education platform Great Learning for 600 million dollars accelerating an acquisition spree to expand globally. The cash and stock purchase marks an entry into the higher education segment for Byju's which is according to a statement that the company released yesterday. The sellers of Singapore-based Great Learning will receive certain payments based on its future performance and Byju's will also set aside a further 400 million dollars to boost the unit's growth. In other news, ISRO's launch of the first uncrewed mission planned in December as part of the human spaceflight program Gaganyaan will be delayed due to the COVID-19 induced disruption in delivery of hardware elements for the ambitious venture. That's a story from the Economic Times. In international news, Beijing's sweeping crackdown on its technology and education sectors has unleashed shockwaves across global markets, raising 769 billion dollars in value from US listed Chinese stocks over the course of just 5 months. In fact, the Nasdaq Golden Dragon China Index, which tracks 98 of China's biggest firms listed on the US markets, plunged 7% yesterday. following Friday's 8.5% drop. That's the biggest two-day wipeout since 2008. The US and China have left open the possibility of a summit between their presidents despite a contentious day of talks between officials from both sides in Tianjin in China. Vice Foreign Minister Xi Feng told visiting Deputy Secretary of State Wendy Sherman during a meeting that the relationship between China and the US was in a stalemate and faces serious difficulties. There's lots of stock specific information that you need to know about today, so let me hand it over now to Rohit Singh. Morning Rohit, how are we looking at the start today? Good morning Alex. We will once again get ready to absorb some major post-market results this morning even as Monday turned out to be range-bound. The momentum hasn't so far proved enough to help Nifty paddle beyond the 15,900 level. This morning, another bunch of corporate results will unfold at opening bell. The cautious commentary by lenders is continuing as Axis Bank said the recovery hasn't fully kicked in. Nifty Bank 2 fell from the highs in line with the broader trend. Let's first tell you about the active stocks this morning. Access Bank's June quarter profit has almost doubled as income grew and provisions fell sharply. Kotak Bank's net has risen 32% in Q1 on the back of high income, but the bad loans too are higher. The management said they have not dug into their COVID provisions yet. 
L&T has kept FY22 guidance at low to mid-teen revenue growth. The company said rise in commodity prices is a worrying trend. Tata Motors is in the red for the second consecutive quarter with a consolidated loss of 4,500 crore rupees. Local lockdowns, shortage of semiconductors and high raw material costs have all added to the poor show. SBI life results came in the dying hours and the reaction was steady despite a sharp drop in profit on the back of COVID provisions. DLF has reported a profit compared to loss a year ago riding on strong residential demand. Government's stake sale in Hudco opens today with a floor price of 45 rupees per share. A reassuring factor for the markets has been the DII support. Domestic investors bought shares worth about 1,500 crore rupees, while foreign investors sold shares worth about 2,400 crore rupees. On the global front, Wall Street is steady in the middle of reporting major earnings. Tesla has crossed a billion-dollar quarterly revenue for the first time. Later tonight, Alphabet, Microsoft and Apple will report numbers. The Fed's two-day policy meet also convenes tonight. Unconfirmed news reports suggest Amazon is looking to accept bitcoins as payments by the end of the year, pushing the cryptocurrency to a six-week high. That's all from my end. Thank you for listening in. It's back to you, Alex. Thanks, Rohit. And as always, thank you all for listening in. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day. The Rise with India podcast on ET Now.